Well, hey everybody, this is Paul Spatola. This is the Tent and Event Rental Industry Podcast. This is the fourth, fourteenth podcast that I've done so far. It's January, it's 2020. And I just wanted to say thank you so much for everyone who's already reached out to me. Had a number of people uh, have been picking this up, have been listening, have been contacting me, and that's really exciting for me. So I want to say thank you. Uh, I also want to take at least a quick moment to say I'm really sorry. It's been, uh, I think, maybe six weeks or maybe almost two months since I've recorded anything. Uh, obviously, we just got through the holiday season and that uh, brought on a little additional work with my full time job and, of course, with all my family obligations. Uh, and the things that I wanted to do with my family, I shouldn't say obligations. So uh, this is, again, the 14th podcast. I'm titling this one A Year in Review, A Year to Review. Uh, and really, the premise of this is con- coming up with some concepts to talk about for what you could be doing uh, looking back at the previous year. And of course, preparing for 2020 uh, for those of us who are still new, who are a couple years in, maybe you're at the five-year marker. That's, again, what this podcast is really driven towards. So... Uh, I want to welcome everybody to the Tent and Event Rental Industry Podcast, and uh, I want to just say, again, thank you before I get started. I hope you had a great year in business, completing your goals, and most importantly, that your hard work brought you and your family the success that you were seeking. Uh, As a friendly reminder, the ARA show is approaching, so that's going to be February 8th through the 12th. That's in Orlando. It's approaching quickly, so if you haven't already attempted to book for the show, I'd finish this podcast first. And then I'd prepare to get there. Uh, Saturday is a day for seminars. That's a huge opportunity for all of us to get in there and take, uh, take advantage of what ARA has to offer. Uh, unfortunately, I don't know if all of those slots are taken, uh, taken up or have been accounted for, but really the only way to find out is to go to ARA.com and uh, do some research. Get yourself signed up for ARA if you haven't already. And of course, highly encourage you to get down and get to the show. Uh, so moving on, I want to take some time here to discuss 2019 and of course this year, 2020, I want to start with reviewing your 2019 goals. Did you meet them? Now is the time to align your previous goals, review your successes, failures, and opportunities of 2019 and to build upon them for 2020. Now is a great time for most of you, it's the complete dead of year at least, to really spend some time digging into your 2019 goals. First, let's review. What were they? Okay. If you didn't write them down and you didn't put them in an area that's easy to remind yourself, you need to start 2020 off on a good foot by doing just that. If you didn't buy a huge whiteboard, please go do that. Uh, set it up over your computer screen or at least somewhere that's like really accessible and visible and get those 2020 goals written down now. Anyways, did you have any way to measure those goals from 2019? If you didn't, I want to encourage you to spend an hour or so this week determining a way to measure those metrics. It's obviously really easy to do this with your finances, so I'd encourage you to take a look at those finances, but also set goals in 2020 that don't wholly surround your revenue or your income. And the reason I say that is the foundation of your financial success with this business, I believe, actually starts from the small stuff. As an example, maybe in 2019, your goals were to reduce your waste. You know that you bought 25 packages of plastic wrap and you use that plastic wrap to you know, wrap up your side poles or if you have a couple pallets of chairs or other items, you wrap those to keep them in place or you, know, you use them to fold up linens. Well, maybe a 2020 goal is to reduce your waste. 
And I'm saying that and offering a suggestion of purchasing some heavy-duty vinyl pole wraps that have Velcro so you don't have to buy that individual plastic. Or maybe you can get some linen bags instead of wrapping them in that plastic, you know, from your linen vendor. Or you could get some vinyl chair covers to protect all those palletized chairs, right? Random thoughts? I don't think so. What about fuel waste? Did you rely entirely on Google Maps using your phone, but you didn't actually plan the routes based on geographic location? So now you and your crew wasted a ton of time, and I mean a tremendous amount of waste behind the windshield? If you felt like you spent too much time on site wasting your precious manpower in daylight, hey, how do you know? Are you even tracking that time on the job site, or is it just the time on the clock? My point is, invest your time in organizing yourself to be more productive for 2020. Whatever your 2019 goals were, make sure that you set a time this week and really for the whole month to review why you made those goals for 2019, but also to set similar or enhanced versions, and most importantly, review why you did not accomplish them. Most of our future success can be found in our past failure, and most importantly, don't get down on yourself. If I can add a little nugget, I'd encourage you to make one of your 2020 goals this year to better train yourself and, of course, better train your employees. Now, getting into some of the good stuff, how'd you do financially, right? We're in business to make money. That's one of the main reasons that we do it aside from liking it, but how did you do financially? Being that this is your first year or your first few years, there's a chance that you didn't do quite as well as you wanted to. Understandable as you're still new, if you will, in the game. Now is a great time to review first and foremost your 2019 expenses. Like many of us, you may have spent a great deal of money investing in new products. If that's the case, you can be confident that if those inventory investments were paid in full in 2019, you don't have to worry about repeating those same expenses, unless, of course, you're invest- interested in pushing additional products out to your line and, of course, growing your product, your product line itself. This is always a great time of year because it's close to the ARA show where those manufacturers are offloading unsold equipment and they're rolling out the newest and the best that they have to offer at significant discounts. Be sure to add yourself to their mailing lists and request promotional information from your vendors. The savings are often huge, anywhere from 10 to 25%, depending on what it is that we're talking about. Asset investment aside, this is a great opportunity to really dive back into not only what your spending habits were, but also the relationships that you have with your financial institutions. If you were an individual that took out any kind of loan, this is a great time to review the terms of that debt service and do that really like today. I'm not suggesting that your bank and the decision that you made to work with them was a bad decision or that the bank is bad. I'm only suggesting that like you, other business owners are taking a moment to review how much they spend. If there's another bank Excuse me, if there's another bank that has been courting you, this may be a good time to sit down and see how their rates hold up compared to yours or the bank that you're working with, that is. Take the same approach with any of your credit card lenders. Oftentimes, your bank may have like a zero APR card promotion offered to only those who currently work with them. If that 0% APR can help you with some of the small scale purchasing like gas or you want to pick up a couple more sledgehammers or you need a couple more tarps, This is really a fabulous time to consider opening that account, maybe transferring some of your other debt onto this card. And in doing so, you're going to save yourself a bunch of money on that interest. Now, if this is like a 12 month, you know, zero APR and you only get an $1,800 line of credit, that's probably not what I'm really referring to. I'm talking about maybe bigger dollars, like a $15,000, $20,000 credit card, 18 months, 24 months, zero APR. That's, That's what you're looking for so that you can transfer some of that other debt 
And again, you're not going to be paying back that interest. As I say this, I'm also thinking to myself, make sure you don't overspend just because you think you have free money or it's, it's free, free lended money. Don't overdo it. Just something to consider. Now, I'm not admittedly the most savvy in terms of having a financial mind. So if you've set a goal surrounding your business finances, I highly encourage you to sit down with your bank or the financial institution or a financial advisor if you have one and get yourself a checkup. I mean, we do this with our physical and our mental health. So there's no reason for you to stall taking that same idea with your financial well-being. Right. So uh, since it's January, I think it's really important to talk about some other pressing issues, cash flow follow-ups on existing quotes or proposals, uh, product research, uh, event research in the area, and of course, any opportunities where you can get your boots on the ground. One thing a lot of companies like to do this time of year is offer discounts to folks who book for future events. I don't love this idea, but keeping your cash flow in mind, I think it's a method worth executing on. Uh, If you know your margins, if you know where your profit line lies, This is especially easy to accomplish. So maybe right there, something for you to think about, what was your profit from last year, right? Got to figure that out. Got to think of uh, how much money you made and if there's any areas to kind of increase that profit line, right? So going back to the cash flow, uh, and as an example, if you make 10% profit on the year, I wouldn't advise that you offer a 10% discount on anyone who books between January and April 1st you'd lose a huge percentage of that profit in the four months that you're booking for these future jobs. As such, you may be better suited to press even harder on the cold calling option, uh, the networking, any of your email or Facebook or Instagram, really social media marketing and otherwise. If you had a higher profit margin, let's say closer to 30% and your cash flow is down, this would be a good time for those 10% discounts. More important than the discount, though, is really going back to the social media. It's the story that you're telling, right? So review your 2019 online presence. And with a bit more downtime, I'm air quoting downtime or office time this time of year in January and February, it's a great time for you to use your Facebook analytics to determine which of those posts got the most engagement and really to take time to consider tailoring your future online presence around those kind of posts. Again, the posts that got the most engagement from anyone who's following you. Now, in my opinion, nothing will beat boots on the ground. That's a personal opinion. So keep an eye out for local trade shows, wedding expos, or, you know, honestly, get super creative and host one of your own. You know, think of the partners that you have made this year, who can help you to get you in front of more clients. Maybe if you host one of your own, you could have them bring some of their current clients or some of their prospects. And that might really sweeten the deal because, you're, of course, showing, you're showcasing what you have uh, the capability of doing, but also you're helping your partners. And if you help your partners, your partners are going to help you. Now, I want to kind of backtrack into something else, uh, talking about quotes or proposals. Now, this is for 2019 as well as 2020. So keep that in mind as I go through this. This is one of my favorite areas to discuss. And it's also a bit easier if your business is doing quite a bit of work. So this concept is going to be more for the medium-sized businesses, not necessarily or entirely for all businesses, okay? Um, You and your sales team could really benefit from pulling a report of all the proposals that are left open for 2020, meaning you have not secured the work for 2020. Get your team together, grab some lunch or breakfast or donuts or whatever really works best for your team and the team dynamic, and spend some time, allocate some time calling every single one of those quotes. 
If your business is large enough, this could take more than a day. It could be a week or you might have to allocate a couple weeks to doing this. But what I really want you to do is use your January downtime wisely by calling back all of those folks and try to get them to book. As an idea, I could suggest using one of those nifty sales scripts that we talked about on a previous podcast so any novice or phone-shy individual has a greater uh, chance of finding success. If you're really hurting for the money, throw that January discount in there and try to land it. Although I'm a big fan of trying to land the sale and get the money, I think it's equally important to consider the client service side of this as well. And this is where it goes back to the 2019 quotes. Spend some time calling back all those individuals that you didn't get. I know it's not the easiest thing to do, but you want to know why you didn't get them to book with you. Did they decide on a competitor? Did they decide nothing at all? Do they go to a venue instead? If the lost prospect is willing to divulge the answer, you still have a chance to win in the future. Track every single one of those conversations. If it's you by yourself, this is much easier. But if, if there are three of you, I'd suggest using your CRM or your handy-dandy Google Drive Excel document that everyone can edit. Be strategic about it. Fill out the details, right? The type of event, the location, the lost reason, total revenue, and throw in a notes section. Eventually, you can go back and sift through this information to formulate categories that you can use to determine why the client was lost. If you have 50 entries and determine that 15 of those clients didn't book with you because of price or because you didn't have the same amount of reviews on Google or your website wasn't as nice or you didn't have the right equipment, you can do something with that information. And you can especially do something about the website and you can especially do something about the equipment. Speaking of equipment, this is the perfect time for you to think about what kind of business you want to do in 2020. I already stated that the ARA show is approaching and with it, a ton of great discounts. This is the time for you to review all of your 2019 data that you just compiled over the inventory requests that you didn't have last year. With many items, tents included, you will find that a rental could pay for itself, and this is without consideration of any overhead, somewhere between 6 and 12 rentals. Is there an item on that Excel doc that was requested more than six times last year? If so, this may be the time to consider researching the price to pull that in, adjusting your website and your online story and online presence, and use what I call a ghost offering and put that ghost offering product out to your market. If you get a few of those requests in the coming weeks or months for that ghost product that you're offering, you may have an opportunity or an answer to determine which item you should bring into your inventory next. Now, after that's accomplished, it's time to make those contacts with your vendors and pull the trigger. Don't be afraid of the success. At the end of the day, the only way I could give you a straight idea on how to set your goals is if we sat down and we had a conversation. I can't tell you specifically what to do on a major playing field like this podcast because the difference in your company size, your company infrastructure, rural versus city landscape, and of course several other factors make that conversation really, really challenging to, to compile into a short you know, 20-minute podcast uh, surrounding 2019 versus 2020 goals. So something for me to consider and talk about, of course, on some of the next podcasts, but I really just wanted to use this as a platform to get the conversation started. Uh, oh, sorry, I lost my place. I, I really want to get across that this is the time of year or a perfect time of year to get your head right, get yourself organized and be completely truthful with your past, your present, and your future business dealings. 
get those tabletops sanded and resealed, get those tents out washed and repaired, put your face in a vendor booklet, understanding what's coming out, what's new, what they're doing with their engineering, and make sure that you spend at least an hour a day doing your research. Write down those goals, find a good way to measure your progress and keep putting one foot in front of the other. I want to end this podcast by saying thank you. Uh, I'm so happy that I've now had five people reach out to me that have listened to the podcast. Two of those five individuals have brought some really, really awesome future podcast idea to the table, and I'm really excited to look at 2020 as a great year for the tent and event rental industry. As I straight stated in previous podcasts, I'm still getting my schedules aligned for some interviews, and truthfully, I need some time to figure out exactly how to make that work within my headset. I, I don't have... You know, I don't have the kind of full setup to do a, a, a great, you know, interview podcast. So I'm still trying to figure this out, but uh, I, I'm working on it. And honestly, it's just because I lack the technical prowess. So, so that doesn't help. But um, I did want to give one shout out. Uh, as I believe I've mentioned uh, this person in the past, but maybe not the actual title. Uh, there's another individual here in New York, in central New York, who has a YouTube channel dedicated to helping new or newer tent rental business owners, and not just newer, newer, but general business owners. Uh, the title of his page is The Tent Guy and Other Entrepreneur Stuff. If you haven't subscribed to his channel, go give it a go. Uh, this weekend, I sat down and I watched a bunch of his videos, and I thought it was really great. You know, I wish that I had seen it, uh, really, you know, spent more time watching those videos before this moment. But, you know, hey, listen, I'm still learning about the industry too, and I certainly don't claim to know everything uh, and I'm still trying to make sure that I can at least make those introductions where it's possible. So again, um, this is the tent guy. the The YouTube channel is the tent guy and other entrepreneur stuff. Uh, feel free to reach out to me with your comments, with your questions, with your concerns. I can be emailed at pspats44 at gmail. That's p like Paul, s like Sam, p like Paul, a like Apple, t like Tom, s like Sam, 44 at gmail.com. Uh, I'm going to ask you to give this podcast a five-star rating, and I really would love to see some more reviews. Uh, share it with your tenting friends, and thank you so much for taking time out of your day to listen. Uh, fortunately, this one was nice, quick, and concise. We're coming up on that 20-minute marker. So, as always, this is your host, Paul Spatola from Rochester, New York, and this is the Tent and Event Rental Industry Podcast. <laughs>